Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, here we are getting kicked off on a Friday. Brian Mazarowski here with you for the next hour. Talking, uh, going to talk a lot of Super Bowl today. Super Bowl is Sunday, and I, I, everything, everything Super Bowl is on the table. I want to hear from you. 803-0930 today. Give me a call. Send me a text. Everything on the Super Bowl. Uh, how do you watch the Super Bowl? How are you going to watch this year's Super Bowl? Are you a Super Bowl party person? Do you lay low? Watch at home? What do you like watching in the Super Bowl? Do you care about the commercials? Do you like watching the halftime show? What do you think about this year's halftime show? Do you have, is there a Super Bowl halftime show that is your favorite, that sticks out in your memory? If you were to create your own personal, like best of Super Bowl halftime show, who would be in it? Let me know all these things. I mean, the game itself, are you betting on the game? What food do you eat during the Super Bowl? Do you have a tradition? Do you mix it up? And how would all those things change if the Bills were in it? 803-0930. You'll be taking your calls on all of that throughout the day. Did find it interesting, though. I, I mean, you see the uh, the change. It's, it is tremendous. And how it's almost like everyone listens to this program. Um, you, you know, we talked about this earlier this week. And we have been for the past couple of years. Uh, you know, I said uh, earlier this week... I was commenting on an interview we did in the morning show and uh, where, you know, we had Aaron Katursky on. He said he didn't understand the pushback against the CDC. And I said, you know, in many cases, I kind of agree because the CDC tells you what you should do for your best health. They make recommendations. They're never meant to be the absolute rule of law to live life by. CDC may never take away the recommendation for masking. It just takes leaders to, you know, do what's in the best interest of everybody. You're not going to live your life. by the As, uh, you know, not myself, we, we go to Dr. Aaron Carroll, who's a professor of pediatrics at Indiana's University School of Medicine, who uh, wrote, I mean, this is all the way back in June. You can't rely on the CDC to make your pandemic uh, decisions. And then today I got an email. It was in the New York Times, the New York Times morning email. And it sounded just like something we've been saying all throughout the week, something uh, that we've been saying for a couple of years. The CDC describes medium-rare hamburgers as undercooked and dangerous and also directs Americans to avoid raw cookie dough. Not eat more than a teaspoon or so of salt every day. And the CDC tells sexually active women of childbearing age 
to not drink any alcohol unless they're on birth control. If you happen to be somebody who engages in any of these risky activities, I have some bad news for you. You apparently don't believe in following the science. Well, it's the New York Times uh, this morning. So, I mean, it seems like everybody is kind of getting in on this little wave here. Maybe they're fans of the program. Good to see. Good to have you out there listening. Uh, but the, the tide has turned quite a bit this week. I have found it pretty interesting. Um, and, and then there's this. You know, we, we are talking a lot of Super Bowl today want to hear all about your Super Bowl plans uh, what you have planned uh, you know how you normally uh, celebrate the Super Bowl if you're rooting for anybody sure halftime show do you like it do you not do you have a favorite that's the one I'm really what's your dream halftime show I already have two texts come in on this both recommending the same thing Metallica doing uh, headlining the Super Bowl that would be cool I mean, objectively, that would be pretty cool. Uh, but before we get this, you know, uh, a lot of players making their uh, Super Bowl rounds, media appearances, uh, media week. I mean, it's like a crazy, hectic time. Josh Allen among them yesterday. He was all over the place. Uh, I know he's on Jim Rome show. He was doing uh, something for Sports Illustrated. I thought it was interesting. He was asked by Sports Illustrated if he could change any rule in the game, in the NFL, what would you change? And you could tell what they were going for, obviously, right? You know, they're, they're trying to get something, you know, about a coin toss in overtime. But he said, no, I, taunting. He's been flagged for taunting before. He says, nobody knows what it means. It's, it changes every game. Either clearly define it or get rid of it. I love the answer on that. And then there was this. And I could not believe... The reaction that this got. Uh, Mackenzie Salmon of USA Today was talking with Josh Allen, doing a little interview. Here's uh, the snippet that was making the rounds. We got to give a moment of silence. 13 seconds. (laughs) I'm so sorry. All right, there we go. All right, there we go. She had him take a 13-second moment of silence for the loss. I could not believe the response to this. Well, I I actually could because, come on, it's online. Um, And everyone is just the most ridiculous person in the world online. But, I mean, people earnestly replying to... The video that you just heard right there. She's interviewing Josh Allen. Hey, let's take a 13-second moment of silence for the loss. And people in earnestly are saying, come on, really? This is, he didn't deserve that. This is unbelievable. This wasn't cute. It's not very nice. How, how could you do this to him? Jeez. Going to break people. I mean, that was objectively funny. The the only way it could have been funnier is she wasn't actually silent during it. You had to keep a straight face. She's laughing, you know, uh, saying, I'm so sorry. That's funny. People need to get a break. If you uh, (laughs) are. 
And I know the people who are who have a problem with this are the same people who will turn around, you know, to something else and say, you know, oh, you know, how we, we baby these professional athletes and yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, my God. If you're upset at Super Bowl Media Week, somebody's, uh, you know, doing a joke with a quarterback for a football team. My goodness. Get a grip, people. <laughs> it's funny. I, what would you rather hear? What are you going to hear in the Josh Allen USA Today interview that's, you know, going to be so much better than that? So, Buffalo, you know, it's great. Uh, chicken wings? What's, it, it would probably be great to win a Super Bowl in Buffalo, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it would be. Yeah. Think about it all the time. You know, whatever. 13 seconds. It was funny. Get over it, people. Uh, but, no, Super Bowl. Let's go on to the Super Bowl. Uh, what do you need? I'll get to some of your uh, texts in just a moment. First, we'll go to Chris. Chris is uh, calling in. Chris in uh, Black Creek, is that uh, right, Chris? Uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, yeah Matt. Black Creek's just across the border from Fort Erie, like just up the road from Fort Erie. And I moved down here about five years ago from the Mississauga area. But I've been a Bengals fan for 45 years. So I have suffered just like Bills fans have. But at the beginning of the year, I put $75 down on the Bengals in July for them to win the Super Bowl. And it pays $12,000. There you go, Chris. Um, And I will not be watching it with my girlfriend. I've got my playoff beard on, which I hate. Um, I've watched every game by myself in the same spot. Don't touch any of the – I don't even wear the Bengals uniforms. It's in the corner. Um, I've done everything the same. I made the chili four weeks ago. It's made with black beans and orange peppers. For the for the for the bagels colors, I still have enough for this Sunday. I will crack a bush light at halftime. I I will do everything the same. And by the way, Metallica would be actually a great act for this for for halftime. I saw them about maybe 15 years ago with my kid in Toronto, and they're very entertaining. Oh yeah, and I mean they've done like uh, sporting events before too, right? I mean, they've done uh, – I've seen them do the national anthem on guitar before uh, some games in the Bay Area. I think they'd be pretty cool. Chris, let me ask you, uh, are you uh, the type of person – you put a bet on the Bengals. You're a Bengals fan. Do you do that every year, or was this just your feeling like this is your year? Well, uh, when, I, when I saw Joe Burrow last year, I mean, before he got hurt, and then we had Nixon, and then we signed all these free agent defensive guys, I'm thinking, you know what? At, they were the long, they were the third longest shot at, in the NFL, and I'm thinking, hey, seventy five bucks to pay twelve thousand, why not? But here's what I did do: I'm a little smart, I'm hedging, so I'm putting four thousand of that guaranteed money on the Rams to get two thousand back because it pays two to one. Oh, come on! I that be match. I'm not going to walk out of this with nothing. So if the Bengals win, I get eight thousand. If the if the Rams win, I get two thousand. Well, there you go. I mean, hey, you you cornered yourself into a pretty good position either way there. Exactly. Um, and I did not want to play the Bills when I wanted the Bills to win that game because there's so many Bills fans over on this side of the border, and I wanted the Bills to win that game. But I thought if Casey wins that, and I I couldn't believe the ending. But if Casey won that game, I thought we had a better chance of beating Casey as opposed to the Bills. Yeah. Well, you know what, uh, Chris? I hope you have a good time. 
Must be nerve-wracking. Would love to be in your position, <laughs> but we're not. Uh, have a good one on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Uh, that's Chris, lifelong Bengals fan, chiming in. It's got to be exciting for you. I think about that a lot. Uh, too much, honestly. I think what these past two weeks would have been like if it were the Bills in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh I, I think about that a lot. Like, how would my plans be any different for the Super Bowl? You know, how? what would I do? What could I do? Like, how do you make the most of that? Ah, I think about that all the time. Because, you know, for now, I'm just kind of doing my Super Bowl usual. I'm not a big party person on the Super Bowl that's mostly to do with the past, you know, five years or so. I wake up very early on Mondays, um, right after the Super Bowl to, you know, work. <laughs> so I'm I'm not going out there and partying it up, uh, you know, at one of these uh, big Super Bowl parties or anything like that. I'm usually taking it pretty low. I even before that, when I would do something, it was pretty low key at a friend's house. There'd be a few people, not a huge party. You'd order a bunch of food, have a good time, and that's it. Now, my uh, Super Bowl now, it's looked pretty similar over the past several years. I, you know, we stay home, don't go out much, sit and enjoy and watch the game. And there is a, you know, a big positive to that. When you're with other people, you miss something that you want to see. You either miss part of the game if the ads are your thing if you want to be entertained by the ads you're going to miss some of those maybe the halftime show i mean you're you're going to miss something when you're out at a party or out you know with a bunch of people so that is the benefit to me kind of laying it low staying home so i do like that you get to take in all of the game enjoy it i get to go to bed right after it's over so you have that, no drive home or anything. You can, you know, do whatever you want. Chill out at home. Have a, a good time. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, Food-wise, this is what I've done over the past few years. I used to, you know, you order out, maybe order a pizza, order some wings. And I, I don't do that anymore. My Super Bowl now is I make a pizza every year. I think I do a pretty good job at making a pizza. Tons of pepperoni. Tons of pepperoni on the pizza I make. Lots of cheese. Edge-to-edge cheese. Lots of grease in the pan. So you get a crispy... I make it in a cast iron pan. So you get a nice crispy crust, and then that cheese caramelizes over. Ah, And it's just so good. And you make it your way... And it's ready when you want it. And you don't have to worry about a long line or, you know, being, you know, the fifth person waiting back to pick up your delivery and everybody's so hectic and you spend a bunch of money. I don't have to worry about any of that on Super Bowl Sunday. I chill out. I'm at home. It's my wife, now my wife and my son and I. We watch the Super Bowl. My wife goes to bed sometime after halftime, usually. You know, she doesn't really care. And I sit there and watch it. 
have a drink. You know, maybe I'll have one of my uh, reserves from up in the bar. One of my aged KBSs, something like that. Have that. That's my Super Bowl drink. I make a pizza, and uh, that's usually my Super Bowl. I'm mostly interested in the game. Number two interest for me during the Super Bowl, it's not all the commercials. It's specifically the movie trailers. I feel like there's always really good brand new movie trailers, and those are the commercials that I'm interested in seeing. Oh, what's new? What might I go out to see in the theater? What's streaming, you know, on Netflix or something like that coming up? That's my number two. And I am always a little curious for the halftime show, uh, but I that doesn't really impact my enjoyment one way or the other. Or at least it hasn't in a number of years. Neil, you're on WBEN. Neil, what's your Super Bowl Sunday spread look like? Uh, well, it starts off by uh, I take uh, eight sausages and I slice them you know, in half after they're cooked, of course. Uh, prime rib sliced thin. And then I layer it on a, uh, a loaf of Italian bread that I've like uh, already like just grilled a little bit. And uh, fried peppers, onions, about four different cheeses. And then you uh, put the sandwich all together and then bake it for a little while. So eight sausages plus prime rib making what sounds like a killer sandwich. How many people are you feeding? Uh, it'll feed up to about ten people. How many people do you have over? Uh, for me, uh, this year probably won't have anybody over, but this is like a typical party that if you like get invited to, you can throw it in tinfoil. You can actually dress up the top of the loaf of bread to make it look like a football, too. There you go. Are you going to make enough for 10? Eat it all yourself on Sunday? Well, if you don't eat it, you can just wrap it, throw it in the fridge, and then you pull it out and throw it in the oven. So no. That's giving up. That's quitting on Super Bowl Sunday. you got to finish it all. This is your day to pig out. <laughs> you got to watch the calories, man. I guess so. Uh, too much in one time uh, might do it to you. Hey, uh, before I let you go, Super Bowl halftime show, do you have one that sticks out in your head as your favorite? Uh, didn't Whitney Houston do uh, your, she, or was it the National Anthem? You're thinking of the National Anthem Super Bowl Twenty Five. Yeah, I guess Michael Jackson, maybe, if you ever did one. Yeah, that was uh, another one of the Bills Super Bowl. I don't know what number. I'd have to look that up. But he he was one of the Bills Super Bowls. Uh, Neil, thanks for the call. Uh, and he was probably, if I were to go and look, he was like the first, and, you know, there's really no one bigger than him in terms of a pop star, but he was the first big act to do a Super Bowl halftime show. I mean, that's really the first time that the halftime show turned into what it kind of is now. And, you know, it it's always hit and miss. You're never going to please everybody with the Super Bowl halftime show. But do you enjoy it? Is it part of your Super Bowl experience? Do you care at all? I, def- I never get mad over the Super Bowl halftime show. This year, it's a Snoop Dogg. It's Eminem. It's who else is Mary J. Blige? Kendrick Lamar also, it really is appealing. And those people are all big, early, mid, late 90s. So you're appealing to mid-30s, 40-year-olds, which is kind of like hard to fathom. You know, oh, Eminem, the Super Bowl halftime show. Like, yeah, all Eminem fans are like 40 years old right now. 
<laughs> it's that's how time works. It is kind of crazy, uh, but it, it's what happens. It, it is nuts that we're uh, talking about that now. But you know, I, it's not my cup of tea. Um, you know, I, I'll watch it, give it a chance. Um, we'll see if I like it at the end. I uh, and you know, of course, I I could predict the response. I'm going to turn off the Super Bowl during halftime. I can't stand any of those people. Like, you know, okay, whatever. I'm sure. I'm sure they don't. You know, the one TV is not going to kill them. <laughs> for everyone who turns it off, there's someone who turns it on just for halftime. So keep that in mind. But what's your favorite? Give me an alternative. What would be a good Super Bowl halftime show? What would be your dream Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, give me a call, 803-0930 on WBEN. Welcome back. BMAS and Beamer here on WBEN. Brian Mazurowski here with you for the next half hour. Uh, talking a lot of Super Bowl today. I want to hear from you. What's your Super Bowl routine? Do you go out? Do you have a party? Do you kind of uh, watch it at home uh, and, you know, hang out, chill out? What's your Super Bowl spread? Do, do you feel the need to, all right, make it pizza and wings? Do you have something else that's always on the menu? I said, I personally, I, the past few years, and I've grown to love this, and I would do the same if I had a party. I can't say I would do the same if the Bills were in the Super Bowl. But if I was having a party, and even if it wasn't just me laying low, I, I would still make a pizza. I mean, that's what I've been doing the past few years. Turns out great every time. Just fix my oven so it's uh, raring to go. Making a pizza has been my big Super Bowl tradition every single year. It's going to continue this year. I think I would do that even if I had uh, people over. You know, just make more pizza. I love it. Tasty. Great time. And you don't have to worry about all the, um, you know, waiting, when do I order, all the stuff that goes along with ordering pizza and wings on Super Bowl Sunday. A halftime show. What do you think of it? What do you make of it? Do you have a favorite halftime show that you can kind of uh, pick out? I'm trying to think of, you know, my. I'm usually. I'm not a big halftime show person. I. It's not. I'll watch it. Um, I. I don't really care either way. You know who's in it. What's it? It hasn't really excited me. I'm trying the last. Two times when it really, you know, ever excited me or anything like that, or that I ever, like, cared about the halftime show, they were actually back-to-back. I had to go back and look it up. They uh, had, you know, right after Janet Jackson. They had Paul McCartney do it. They had the Rolling Stones do it. And those back-to-back, those were the two that I was like, oh, you know, I want to see this. This is going to be cool. Yeah, I want to see what they play. I want to hear what they sound like. You know, let's let's get a look. Want to, uh, you know, uh, check out Paul McCartney and the Rolling Stones. McCartney played 2005, the Rolling Stones, uh, 2006. McCartney did three Beatles songs, one uh, Wings. And the Stones only did three songs. On their set, I mean, it was a short halftime show. I feel like now, when these things last forever, Prince was right after. That's like the most common answer. What's the best Super Bowl halftime show that there's been? And Prince is always that. His uh, set list 
eight songs long. So you went from three to eight songs. But, I mean, it was a good performance. And then, you know, you had the others. They kept going with the uh, classic rock for a few years. You had Tom Petty. You had Bruce Springsteen. You had The Who. And, you know, whatever. It's all right. Um, I remember they had the Black Eyed Peas, which was, I think, panned universally. And then they went pop. I think of the pop shows from the past five or six years, the Bruno Mars one was the one that everybody kind of liked. Um, and then, you know, last year was the weekend. It was, you know, it was weird because there was no fans. I mean, it was all, you know, done. I don't know if it was pre-recorded or not, but it was definitely a different feeling. And then this year you have more of a hip-hop, which is, you know, hip-hop is pop nowadays. With Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and more. That's going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me one way or the other. I never look forward to it a lot. I never get upset by who's playing I'm never going into it just because of my taste in music in general I'm never going into it expecting to like the Super Bowl halftime show the last time I expected to like it was you know Paul McCartney and the Stones a couple of people said Metallica would be a good Super Bowl halftime show and I think that's one within reason that you could say they could play it. They're big enough to do it. And then you can, I would look forward to it. You you know, a bunch of people would enjoy it. And then, you know, a bunch of people would hate it, but that's the way it always is. If I had to pick my dream Super Bowl halftime show, you know, my dream Super Bowl halftime show would never happen. It would be a whole bunch of bands you never heard of before. But if I'm thinking, you know, something that could realistically happen, and realistically even, this that's a stretch. But, you know, what could uh, happen? I would say, all right, Super Bowl, you put it in Detroit. All right, number one, that's never happening. You have Jack White, Super Bowl halftime show with a lengthy appearance from Iggy Pop. And then, you know, all the other Stooges are dead. So then you have... Iggy do a bunch of Stooges songs, Jack White backing them up on guitar. I mean, that would be amazing. That would be the most rock and roll halftime show ever. You could have Wayne Kramer from the MC5. He's still alive and kicking. You could have him do uh, you kick out the jams on stage at the very end of it. It would be really cool, I think. That's my dream Super Bowl halftime show. I, I think that would be cool. I know it'll never happen, though. You know, and we'll get stuff that somebody's saying the weekend was the year before last. No, that was last year. Time is moving at a different pace over the last uh, few years. Someone's saying, I want Ozzy's Black Sabbath. We have a lot of, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what are we getting on here? We get Metallica, Black Sabbath. I, I'm starting to sense a trend here on who you want as a Super Bowl halftime show. I And then someone else is saying you find somebody in the middle to accommodate everyone. And I think that's what they do. I mean, there's no one. I would not pick anyone out of the recent list of, you know, the weekend last year. I mean, he has some of the, you know, biggest hits of the last 
five years. They had Shakira, Jennifer Lopez. I mean, they have huge hits. Their set list, by the way, they played like 20 songs. How long was that halftime show? I mean, look, you had Justin Timberlake, Maroon 5. You had Katy Perry. You have the classic rock acts. You have this uh, Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Like, all these people, that's exactly what they're doing. They're playing down the middle. They're playing pop. Who is going to uh, go for the you know widest range of people, has songs that people know, and we want, you know, like 30, 40-year-olds to be happy here. I think that's what they're doing every time. They are playing it down the middle by the Super Bowl halftime show. But I'm not, you know, either way. It's not the biggest part of my enjoyment. I, I watch for the game, and then I watch for the movie trailers. That's my <laughs> one and two that I'm saying. And someone ch- uh, chiming in, I was waiting for you, the person who every time we bring up music on this show, texts him Madball. Appreciate it. That would be very cool. Will never happen. Uh, did you go see they were in Rochester last night? Did you go see them? I had to miss it. I was out. I was at the toddler version of a Madball show. So instead of being in the pit, I was uh, around a bunch of two-year-olds at Roly Polies. Um, and it's like the same thing. They're in a bounce house bumping into each other, doing flips, you know, over uh, big bouncy balls. It's ba- wow, the wiggles play in the background. It's basically the same thing. As going to see Madball last night. And you know what the weird thing is? In my uh, age now, my advanced age in my 30s, I enjoyed it just as much. At the end of the day, the smile on my face was just as big. Watching a bunch of kids who didn't have to hide their smiles anymore. Having a great time. Bouncing all around. Uh, I don't know if Madball played Shake Your Sillies out. Last night, I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> the text on the board of Taylor Swift, I found this out yesterday. She's a Coke, um, Coca-Cola uh, spokesperson, and it's the Pepsi halftime show. So that's why it doesn't happen. I said that is the one name that you could probably get that's, like the, that's the closest to you know a Michael Jackson name that you can have. Uh, but it won't happen for that reason. I found that out yesterday. Someone said, how can you keep forgetting about Prince? We didn't. We mentioned him for like five straight minutes. Foo Fighters. That's probably... a Foo Fighters and Metallica. Actually, Foo Fighters more so than Metallica. That's probably the most realistic name that I would really enjoy to watch at the Super Bowl halftime show. Foo Fighters is probably one of the only big arena acts... That I can think of that, like, I really would want to see. There's not too many shows where I would, you know, want to go to a big arena to go see. I think they're one of them. And then another person saying Garth Brooks. I, I think you're right. He might, he's super popular. He's just a tad older than the audience that they're going for. Even though I think everyone would enjoy the show, I think they're going for just a slightly younger audience than what Garth Brooks would bring. Even though I think it would be a good show. He's super popular still. I'm not 100% sure that they would uh, they would do Garth Brooks. Queens of the Stone Age, you know, you could bring them on with Foo Fighters and put Dave Grohl back on drums, and you could do that. Anyways, you know, you could do a million different things with the Super Bowl halftime show. 
You got uh, someone saying Adele. Is she? She's probably popular. She's always at the top of these charts. She could do the Super Bowl halftime show, but that's not. I have a. I don't listen to Adele, but I have a very, you know, rudimental understanding of her music. That's not exactly like Super Bowl halftime get you pumped up for the rest of the game music, is it? Like, could you imagine you're like the Bengals and the Rams? It's a tight game. You're in the locker room, and then you just hear Adele's booming voice. I don't. Is that getting you fired up for the second half? Um. Anyways, and to everyone texting in, I'm Brian. By the way, Joe isn't here. He hasn't been here all week. <laughs> In case you're still confusing the two. Uh, but no, the Super Bowl. I like to lay low. That's uh, my uh, big thing. No big parties for me. Making my pizza, watching the game, have a little bit of action on there with the uh, new sports betting. Only the fun stuff. Only like a couple dollars. And I literally mean like a couple dollars on long shots. That's the way I look at the Super Bowl stuff. You know, betting a team from when I, I'm not that into it. It doesn't really do it for me. And the other thing that I saw, and I still couldn't believe this. I mean, come on, people. Let's have a little bit of a sense of humor here. Let's enjoy life. I know we've forgotten to in the last couple of years. But if you're really upset about this clip, Josh Allen speaking with USA Today. We got to give a moment of silence. 13 seconds. seconds. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) All right, there we go. All right, there we go. (laughs) Moment of silence, 13 seconds with Josh Allen yesterday. I cannot believe how many people online and then even a few people texting us this morning are actually upset with somebody making fun can we you know say what this is they're making fun of something that happened in a football game with a multimillionaire i'm the people who are upset about it actually in a way it does make sense the people who should really be losing sleep over it are people like me who are, have been a Bills fan your entire life and we're 13 seconds away from you know doing you know, something I've really never seen. I mean, come on, I have a sense of humor here. Well, what, are you, what are you doing? I mean, if that is... If that is your attitude toward things like that, I want to see your attitude toward every other interview. And I think it shows, I mean, Josh Allen's right there. He can laugh at himself. He did the same. There was, I guess they had an award show last night. I saw a clip out of it where he was talking about, they had him joke about the coin toss a little bit. I mean, come on, that's, that's the attitude you want. Do you really want someone who's going to dwell on it and be actually upset that he does an interview and they want to joke around with him? Do you want, like, a dark, brooding person? That's the type of person who would get pumped up by Adele at halftime. If you're that kind of, ugh, you know, dark, brooding. I mean, come on. you gotta, you got to get past it eventually. And it was funny. It was objectively funny. What else is she going to do with the time? You're a national reporter. You're uh, talking with Josh Allen. You want to make a funny video, uh, you know, to go viral on social media. I mean, what are you asking him about? Oh, you know, hey, good season, Josh. 
like like everybody else is doing. That was funny. Good to, good for her. Uh, reporter there for the uh, USA Today. What did I say before? I think I mixed up my uh, USA Today New York Times. <laughs> and the the blowback is, listen, people, come on, you got to get a grip. She's not rubbing it in anybody's face. She's joking around, having a good time. If you're upset about this and you say it's not funny at all, I, again, stay consistent. You better have that same attitude for everything. You you better be getting upset every time anyone makes a joke that you don't find funny. You better have deleted Spotify off your phone and you're, nope, Joe wrote that. You can't say any of that. If she can't make fun of 13 seconds, you better be deleting everyone else who's making fun of anything that you uh, might hold dear. And that list is going to be long. You're going down a slippery slope. Lighten up, people. On a Friday before the Super Bowl, we're talking about a football game. Let's go. Uh, but I want to thank you for hanging out with me all throughout the week. Uh, had a good time uh, here on BMS and Beamer doing it solo for uh, you with the last hour of the show. If you missed any of the show, as always, you can catch it on demand, WBEN.com. Hit the podcast tab or anywhere you get your podcast. BMAS and Beamer is what you want to search for, and you got a lot of good stuff there. I failed to mention this, by the way. Jimmy, we uh, were talking about it during the game. As I'm watching, uh, there's women's hockey on TV right now, Canada and Sweden. Canada's winning 9 to nothing. I mean, it's like these games are ridiculous, half of them. I mean, this, the women's tournament is Canada and the USA and then... Like the rest. Um, and then the men's tournament yesterday, we were saying, you know, we have to, if you're not, if you have the sportsbook app on your phone, you downloaded for the Super Bowl, but you didn't have uh, money on the USA to beat China, I mean, come on, you're not an American for the day. You got to be uh, back in the boys. I mean, technically, China. Their team was a bunch of American guys, too, but, you know, they, they weren't wearing the flag. And they ended up doing it. They won, I think the final score was like 8 nothing, <laughs> Just blowout fashion. And uh, you got to support them. And uh, I, I don't know when they play next. As I mentioned to Alex earlier this morning, my whole timing Olympics anything is all messed up. I don't know if 11 o'clock at night, 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, whatever. Uh, but thanks a lot for joining me, BMAS and Beamer. Uh, we'll be back on Monday here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.